Welcome to The Motivated Mind, where I challenge you to expand your perspective on how to achieve a successful life through motivational lessons, reflections, and interviews with other motivated minds. Welcome back to The Motivated Mind, a top 100 health podcast, thanks to each of you. This is episode 274, and I'm your host, Scott Lynch. Thanks so much for listening. If I've brought you any value, please be sure to leave a review and hit that subscribe or follow button. Don't be a stranger. Shoot me a DM on Instagram or Facebook and let me know what you want to hear more of. And please be sure to share the podcast. You can learn all the skills in the world, math, business, writing, but the right mindset will always trump them all. It's the great unlock to all other skills. Success and happiness come down to one single component, and that's mindset. In order to achieve our goals in life, our mindset needs to match those aspirations. And this is exactly what I pack into my free weekly newsletter. As a free subscriber, you receive the Mastering Your Mindset newsletter once per week, where I break down step-by-step processes to master your mindset and practical growth tips. If you haven't subscribed, but you enjoy the content I drop on this podcast, then you're missing out. Click the link in the show notes to subscribe for free to the Mastering Your Mindset newsletter. Want to make a podcast? Spotify's got a platform that lets you make one super easily, then distribute it everywhere and even earn money all in one place for free. It's called Spotify for Podcasters, and here's how it works. Spotify for Podcasters lets you record and edit podcasts right from your phone or computer. So no matter what your setup is like, you can start creating today. Then you can distribute your podcast to Spotify and everywhere else podcasts are heard. Video podcasts are also available on Spotify. With Spotify for Podcasters, you can earn money in a variety of ways, including ads and podcast subscriptions. And best of all, it's totally free with no catch. Ever since I discovered Spotify for Podcasters, I feel like it's allowed me to be more creative because I've been able to simplify the admin aspect of my podcast and focus on developing more valuable and creative content. I highly recommend you give it a try. Download the Spotify for Podcasters app or go to www.spotify.com backslash podcasters to get started. Change is necessary. Without character change and growth, we stay the same exact person. It's only until we do different things that we become a different person. Somewhere deep inside all of us sits a greater version of who we could be. The challenge is unlocking that potential and knowing which behaviors to change or double down on. So, how can we transform ourselves and become unrecognizable in 2023? What are some transformational behavior shifts we should start today? Number one, control your focus. We can only control the effort and consistency of that effort. 
We cannot control the outcome or the time frame. When we can fully recognize this and accept this, the more efficient we become. With that said, we should maintain our desires, but we should be unattached to the specifics of the outcome. By creating this false hope or unrealistic vision, we create a false world. We need to focus on the things that we can control. The dedication to just this side of life takes a wealth of energy. And if that's the case, taking any fuel and energy away from that can be greatly damaging. When we create this fallacy and things don't happen within that time frame that we've defined or the exact way we had hoped, we arrive at island disappointment. And when this happens, we fall into a negative mindset. This really comes down to acceptance, accepting our current life for the way it is. And that doesn't mean that we're throwing in the towel and giving up. Instead, it's about learning and being okay with things being the way they are. Many of us battle ourselves in our own head. What if I don't get this job? What if I try and come up short? What if I ask out the girl or guy and she says or he says no? These are things that we cannot control. So, what's an exercise that can help us through some of these moments? Anytime we have a thought of uncertainty, write it down. And after you've written it down, ask yourself, did things turn out all right? If they did, how and why did they turn out positive? If they didn't, what happened? Were we able to handle it? Writing down what's troubling us and what we can do to improve the situation helps provide elevation and clarity. It gives us the opportunity to realize that no matter how we answer these questions, we are figuring out how to deal with them. It gives us back control. And as humans, we like control. It's why so many of us have a hard time taking risk because we are unsure of the outcome. This can be applied with literally anything in our lives. Build a system for yourself to analyze the way you go about situations and how you react or adjust to them. It will give you an opportunity to learn more about yourself and where you see opportunities for improvement. Number two, dopamine detox. Before we can dive into what we should do for a dopamine detox, we first need to understand the impact of dopamine. Dopamine is a neurotransmitter that plays a key role in our brain's reward and pleasure centers. And certain activities and substances can increase our dopamine levels, which leads to feelings of pleasure and satisfaction. Now, you may be thinking, wait, that doesn't sound that bad. Well, excessive or prolonged exposure to these activities or substances can lead to what's known as a dopamine overload, which can have negative consequences, 
such as addiction, overstimulation, and impaired decision-making. So, what's the benefit of going on a dopamine detox? Taking advantage or taking the opportunities to go on a dopamine detox can help us reset our dopamine levels and reduce our reliance on external sources of pleasure and satisfaction. This can lead to improved emotional regulation, better decision-making, and increased self-control. A dopamine detox can also help us break free from negative habits and behaviors that may have been related to dopamine overstimulation, such as substance abuse or unhealthy relationships. Lastly, these types of detoxes can help us become more mindful of our habits and choices and develop healthier and more sustainable sources of pleasure and satisfaction in our lives. So, with all that said, you may be wondering, what types of activities should I refrain from or adjust? One activity we should adjust is limiting our screen time. By reducing the amount of time we spend on screens, such as our phones, tablets, and laptops, it can help to reduce exposure to stimuli that increases dopamine levels, such as social media, video games, and online shopping. Next, avoiding unhealthy substances. Avoiding substances such as drugs or tobacco and excessive amounts of alcohol. This can help to reduce dopamine overstimulation and support better emotional regulation, which is critical. So, what are the activities we should engage in more? Getting enough sleep. Ensuring that we get enough sleep can help to balance our dopamine levels and improve our overall well-being. Engaging in physical activity, exercise can help to boost dopamine levels in a healthy and sustainable way, as well as improve our overall physical and mental health. Engage in mindfulness practices. Activities such as meditation, yoga, and deep breathing can help to calm the mind and reduce the impact of stress on dopamine levels. Take the opportunity as we segue into 2023 to go on a dopamine detox. Allow yourself to reset your dopamine levels. Allow yourself to reduce your reliance on external sources of pleasure. Number three, invest in yourself. We should be taking responsibility for our own learning and growth by actively seeking out new experiences with intentionality instead of passively waiting for opportunities to come our way and slap us in the face. The best investment that we can ever make is investing in ourselves. It is the best possible use of our time and our money. So what are some ways that we can invest in ourselves? Reading books, signing up for courses, joining masterminds, attending conferences, getting a mentor. The impact of these investments means we purposefully put ourselves in a position 
to get us ahead of 99% of people. When we invest in ourselves, we are taking the time and effort to improve our skills, knowledge, and abilities, which can lead to personal and professional growth. This, in turn, can increase our confidence, improve our relationships with others and ourselves, and lastly, help us to achieve our goals more effectively. On top of all of this, investing in ourselves can also lead to greater satisfaction and fulfillment in life because we are actively working towards becoming the person we want to be. In addition, investing in ourselves can also have a positive impact on those around us because our growth and development can inspire and motivate others to do the same. Most people want shortcuts in life, but blow their money on irrelevant materialistic items. The average person spends $18,000 a year on non-essentials, but only $3,600 a year on personal development. Investing in ourselves is a crucial step towards leading a happy, fulfilling, and transformative life. Number four, cold exposure. This is the practice of intentionally exposing our bodies to cold temperatures for the purpose of improving physical and mental resilience. So, what are some types of cold exposures that we can try? Cold water immersion. This is fairly straightforward. This involves immersing our body in cold water, either in a pool, an ice bath, or a natural body of water. Cold air exposure. This involves exposing our body to cold air, either outside or in a controlled environment like a cold shower. Lastly, cryotherapy. This involves exposing our body to externally cold temperatures. Others like uh, a specialized chamber. So, you might be wondering, what are the benefits? Let's dive into them a little bit deeper than just improving physical and mental resilience. Cold exposure can improve our immune function. This is because cold temperatures can stimulate the production of white blood cells, which are an important part of our immune system. White blood cells help to defend the body against infections and diseases by attacking and eliminating harmful microorganisms. Cold temperatures can also stimulate the production of antibodies, which are proteins that help to identify and neutralize foreign substances in our bodies. Antibodies are an important part of our immune system. They help to protect the body against infections and diseases. Increase fat loss. When our body is exposed to cold temperatures, it has to work harder to keep warm, which can increase our metabolism slightly. This can cause our body to burn more calories, which may lead to a small amount of fat loss over time. Improved mental clarity and focus, cold temperatures can increase blood flow to our brain, which can help to improve cognitive function. 
It also stimulates the release of certain brain chemicals, which can help to improve alertness and focus. Some, including myself, find that being in cold temperatures helps to reduce distractions and improve the ability to concentrate. One reason is because the body's natural response to cold temperatures is to focus on keeping warm, which can help to narrow the focus and improve concentration. Improved cardiovascular health. Cold temperatures can stimulate the production of what's known as brown fat, which is a type of fat that is found in the body. Brown fat is thought to be more metabolically active than white fat, and it has been shown to burn calories and produce heat when the body is exposed to cold temperatures. Cold temperatures can also stimulate the production of noradrenaline, a hormone that helps to increase heart rate and blood pressure. This can help to improve blood flow and oxygen delivery to the body's tissues which can have a positive effect on cardiovascular health. The intention should be that we expose our body to cold daily. It's uncomfortable at first, but you'll feel better than ever. Number five, daily deep work. Deep work is a term coined by Cal Newport, a computer science professor at Georgetown University and author of the book Deep Work Rules for Focused Success in a Distracted World. Cal Newport describes deep work as the ability to focus without distraction on a cognitively demanding task. In other words, it is a state of flow in which we are able to work at a high level of productivity and achieve a sense of accomplishment and satisfaction from our work. So, what are some other benefits of daily deep work? Improved productivity. Deep work can help us get more done in less time because it allows us to focus on a single task without the distraction that can often hinder our productivity. Enhanced creativity. Deep work can help to stimulate creative thinking because it allows us to focus on a problem or task in a way that promotes creative insights. And lastly, increased sense of accomplishment. Deep work can help us to feel a sense of accomplishment and satisfaction from our work because it allows us to fully engage in a task and see it through to completion. So, the question remains, how can we engage in deep work? The first approach is called monastic. This is where we eliminate all sources of distractions and seclude ourselves like a monk. The second approach is called bimodal. This involves setting a clearly defined long period of seclusion for work and leaving the rest of our time for free for everything else. The third approach is called rhythmic. This is where we form a habit of doing deep work for blocks of time and using our calendars to track our accomplishments. And finally, the last approach, called the journalistic strategy. This is where we take those unexpected free times in our daily routine to engage in deep work. The good thing is we can leverage whichever approach happens to work best for us. Now, what's critical to understand is that deep work is intentional and desired, which makes it essential that we have rituals that prepare our mind for it. 
So you may be wondering what types of rituals one might be defining your space. This could be as simple as hanging a do not disturb sign on your office door or going to the library or a coffee shop. Another ritual might be defining boundaries. We can achieve this by disconnecting our internet or shutting off our phones. Lastly, it's critical that we make our deep work sustainable. This could mean getting light exercise, food, or a caffeine pick-me-up. What's most important is that we give our bodies what they need to ensure we are able to focus. If we don't, we'll never have the mental energy we need to stay in deep work. If you can engage in deep work, you'll finish more work in two hours than most people do in two days. Thanks for listening to The Motivated Mind with your host, Scott Lynch. I hope you enjoyed my deep dive into transforming yourself and becoming unrecognizable. If you enjoyed this episode and you'd like to help support the podcast, please share with others, post about it on social media, or leave a rating and review. To catch all the latest from me, you can follow me on Instagram, Facebook, Twitter, and TikTok at Motivated Scott. Don't forget to join me every Monday and Thursday for new episodes. I love you all, and thanks so much for listening. The Motivated Mind is a legacy division.